0: The Big Mac's vaunted secret sauce. None of these moves did much to lift sales. Even McDonald's dollar menu, launched nationally in 2002, was an effort to match similar value menus offered by Burger King, Taco Bell, and Wendy's. The Power of the Peas In resuscitating McDonald's, CEO Jim Skinner followed a one-page playbook known as The Plan to Win, written by James R. Cantalupo, who came out of retirement to pen it, built around five Ps—people, products, place, price, and promotion. It can seem simple, even simplistic, but it represented a new and healthy focus on what the customer wanted rather than the competition— It also showed a far greater concern with the quality of the customer's overall experience than the company's original stress on speed and price. What really made the cure work, though, was the patience and determination with which Skinner and his leadership team executed the plan. Those are two qualities that go a long way toward defining Jim Skinner. He was still in high school when he first worked behind the counter at a McDonald's. In 1971, after a stint in the Navy, he came back to the company as a management trainee and gradually rose through the ranks to take on various executive posts, supervising operations in Europe, Asia, the Middle East, and Africa. Two times he was a candidate for CEO. Two times he failed to win the support of the company's board of directors. He eventually got the job but only after his two immediate predecessors passed away in less than 12 months. In some quarters, he was expected to be strictly temporary. That was not his perception. I didn't think I would be CEO, he told Crane's Chicago Business, but I always thought I could be Colleagues describe Skinner as a regular guy and a hands on manager who is more at home talking with customers and checking out operations at a restaurant than presiding over a boardroom. His preferred lunch consists of a plain quarter pounder no ketchup, mustard, or pickle. He stays fit, still able to hold his own with much younger players during an occasional pickup basketball game. In high school, he made the wrestling squad but at five foot six inches, the basketball team was out of reach. "'I've been shooting over big guys my entire life,' he once noted. The plan to win was already the company's official roadmap when Skinner became chief executive, and he immediately announced, "'A leadership change doesn't mean a strategy change.' He did, however, put together his own executive cadre to carry out that strategy— picking some of the company's best leaders. The Field of Dreams Plan The company's approach to product development had been essentially helter-skelter. Market research and product testing were rudimentary. We were more willy-nilly then, Skinner told a Businessweek reporter. The attitude was, we'll make it and they'll buy it. But Skinner and his colleagues recognized that this field-of-dreams approach wasn't going to lift the company out of the frying pan. They proceeded to build up the food studio at company headquarters in Oak Brook, Illinois. It now houses dozens of chefs, food technicians, and market researchers. And there are sister studios in Hong Kong, Paris, Munich, and elsewhere. In extensive market tests... Possible new products were graded not only on sales, but also on the margins they produced and their ease of preparation. One of the major factors driving the fast food business since the 1990s has been consumer demand for healthier choices on the menu. Critics took aim at high-calorie staples, such as the Big Mac and the Quarter Pounder with Cheese— the book Fast Food Nation galvanized food activism at an intellectual and regulatory level, while the film Supersize Me brought anti fast food messages to the masses. McDonald's responded by adding healthier options to its menus, providing calorie counts, and promoting the chain's offerings.